What if failure is part of the journey towards success and purpose? Welcome to the But First She Failed podcast. I'm Paula Soares, a former journalist who feared, failed, and overcame. Now I'm on a mission to help others redefine failure and chase bold dreams. Join me as I talk to trailblazing women that share wisdom, strategies, and get vulnerable about how moments of failure propel them to where they are today. Get ready to get inspired. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of the But First She Failed podcast. Let's get into this week's episode. This episode is also a little bit of a different format than our usual interviews. Given that we are all people that wear so many hats and we have so many responsibilities in our everyday lives, at times we can forget about taking care of ourselves. And that's why I feel that it's important to bring on experts that can give us important information when it comes to our wellness. Because to be the best versions of ourselves, we need to take care of a variety of factors, not just our careers and businesses. Today's guest that she's an expert when it comes to wellness. Victoria Franca is a fun functional practitioner and founder of Omni Wellness. She helps career-driven individuals that are feeling the burden of stress focus on their well-being by addressing the root cause of their symptoms through balancing their minerals, hormones, and gut health. This is a topic that I didn't know much about, but I'm so fascinated by. The fact is so many times we're so busy taking care of everyone else and we forget to take care of ourselves. And oftentimes we end up sick, feeling fatigued or with a variety of different symptoms and we chalk it off to just feeling a little bit off that day, right? But if we don't pay attention to it, over time these symptoms can get worse and even develop into chronic illnesses, limiting us from doing what we're called to do. So that's why I'm happy to have her on to have this conversation with her. In this interview, Victoria shares why we need to listen to our bodies when it's trying to tell us that something's off how an imbalance with minerals, hormones, and gut health can affect us when it comes to our careers and businesses, and why curiosity is so important. Vicki, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you on and do a deep dive into this fascinating topic. I am so excited. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. So I, so the fun question that I like to ask everyone is, what did you fail at this week? Oh gosh. Okay. First of all, this question is so good because it's really not asked enough. So I would say that I failed at showing up on social media. Um, I have not posted any stories this week. And I mean, if you're an entrepreneur and you're in the social space, you know, that that is pretty much what we have to do. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I have not felt the need to do it or actually I felt the need to do it, but I just don't want to do it. So yeah. I'm actually honoring that for the first time in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's something where, you know, as entrepreneurs, we, it's part of our jobs, but sometimes we have to listen to what our, what our body is asking. And if that means maybe not showing up for a few days, it just means not showing up for a few days. So that's how I failed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Giving yourself kind of grace and like space to be okay with it. Cause there's so many uh, hats that we wear when we're an entrepreneur and when we have our own businesses, like there's just so much going on at all times. So that's, that's amazing that you're like, no, I'm, I know that I need to do this, but this specific for these few days, I'm not, and I'm, you're going to honor that. I love that. Yeah. I think it's it's okay. And and accepting that it's not forever, you know, I'm going to get back on it today and, and life continues. We'll be just okay. (laughs) I love that. So Vicki, could you let the listeners know a little more about what you do and about your business? 
Yes. So I'm a functional practitioner. So what I do is I'm founder of Omni Wellness and I help my clients get to the root cause of their symptoms by focusing on an overall whole body approach. So we look into hormones, we look into minerals, which are nutrients, we look into gut health, and it's really supporting of looking into the entire lifestyle. Oftentimes when you go to traditional medicine, when you have symptoms, you're given a certain medication or something that's just a band-aid. And I like to look at the body as a whole to see what is happening. What are these symptoms? Let's dive deeper to find out what's the root cause. And then let's do lifestyle support to, to, you know, eradicate these symptoms and uh, look into your diet, look into how much you're resting, look into supplementation and your entire lifestyle, because that does play a huge role when you're having symptoms, the symptoms is just a way of your body trying to communicate with you that it needs help. Yeah. And I love that because like you said, in like traditional medicine and the traditional medical field, we always treat the symptoms, right? Like everything, like once you have something, an illness, an ailment, like you're always treating that. Right. But then, yeah, I don't know. I feel like once you take a medication, sometimes then other things like pop up and then all of a sudden it's like, you have a plethora of like different symptoms and definitely solved it, you know? That's so fascinating. This whole industry is really fascinating to me. And like I mentioned before offline, like it's, I haven't really heard much about it. So I'm like really intrigued by it. How did you get into this? What led you to it? Yeah. So I, so about now it would be about seven years ago, I got off of birth control and I went to my traditional doctor and I just said that I was going to stop birth control. If there's anything I needed to do to prepare my body. And the response was, Nope, you're fine. You can get off of it whenever you want and you don't need to support your body or anything. Your body's just going to readapt. So I did just that. I got off of it cold turkey and my body didn't readapt. I lost my period for an entire year. I had severe anxiety, severe depression over it, and no one could give me answers as to why my body was not bouncing back. And that was really, really frustrating to me because when I got to, you know, going back to different doctors, I was told that the only way my period would come, the only way I could heal my cystic acne, the only way I could heal my anxiety was if I went back on birth control because my body just needed it. And I did not accept that the only answer, the only bandaid that I was given was what originally, you know, unbalanced my entire body. So, so I started looking for just holistic routes. So I looked into acupuncture, which is Chinese medicine. I looked into chiropractor, just different health practitioners and health coaches. And the more I, you know, dove into this type of support for healing your body, the more I fell in love with it. So I ended up deciding that I was like, you know what? I am in love with this topic. I do research now just on my free time because I'm trying to support my body and it's truly what I love. So I'm going to go into school. So I went back into, back into school to become a functional practitioner and really with the focus of helping myself. Like I just wanted to get better for me. And as I was going through it, more people that I knew were reaching out because they felt lost and they felt that they weren't getting answers. They weren't getting hurt. They weren't being heard. And a lot of them were just told that symptoms were in their head. And it's just really sad when you're not feeling well, but no one is listening. So that's how I really started. I really focused on supporting my health and then Omni Wellness came to be and I started just being able to support my clients really and and, and getting to the root cause of their symptoms and really just making sure that they know that they are heard and that whatever symptom is going on, 
I believe in them. Maybe other doctors and other people can say it's in their head or, you know, try this or that as medication and it'll go away. But I believe what they're going through because I've been there on the other side and being told that it's not a big deal. Just go back on birth control. That's it's so, that's so true. I, I recently experienced not, I mean, not the same, but similar after I gave birth, like, you know, postpartum is definitely a journey. And I experienced it where I felt like my, I just felt off. Like there's so many different things going on in your body. You don't know what's normal. You don't know what's not normal. Ah. And it's like, it's such a journey. Right. And it, the crazy thing is that you go to the doctor and it's so limited the information you're given. And it's kind of like, no, you're okay. Like this is normal. And it's like, ah, but I don't know that. I don't mm-hmm. know. It feels off. I'm not sure, you know, and it's just so crazy. The little, um, the little guidance that we're given, if I could say that, like, I just yeah. feel like so limited guidance, you know, it's the education piece that I think is just missing in the overall system. Right. Um, I am a big fan of traditional doctors. I'm a fan of holistic doctors. I'm a fan all around. I think there's a time and place for every medicine. Um, however, I think every type of medicine should provide more education and not just, Oh, here is what you do. That's it. Like people need to be understanding of what's going on with their body. It is your right to know what is happening with you. Right. And I think it's that reassurance. Like you said, you know, you're not sure if this is normal or not, but when you just hear someone say, Oh yeah, it's fine. Is, is it though? Because deep down you're feeling like something's off. Right. So I always say, you know, if you have an intuition about your health, that something is off and you're being told otherwise continue investigating, like don't settle. That's great. And and especially as like entrepreneurs and career women, and we have a lot of things on our plates, but how can having an imbalance in minerals and hormones and gut health, how can that affect us when it comes to showing up for our businesses and showing up for our careers? So as entrepreneurs, we are the business, right? And I think oftentimes we focus a lot on marketing initiatives. We focus a lot on content, on sales, on everything else. And we almost forget to show up for ourselves. And we really need to make sure that our body is at its best because if we're not at our best, we're not going to be providing the best service. And we're not going to be showing up as we are meant to and really going through with our passion and really focusing on that. But I think when it comes to minerals and nutrients in general, most people don't realize that it's pretty much looking into the analogy of a car. So you have your car and you put gas in your car, right? And what we have to think about the body and nutrients is that it's pretty much that. However, you can try to get from Miami to Orlando on an empty tank. You're not going to get much further. Like you're going to, you're going to try to get there, but you're not going to really actually get there. And with our health, it's same thing with nutrients. If we don't have our nutrients balanced, we can have all these goals. We can have all the plans, but the truth is you might not be able to actually achieve it because your body is going to start letting you down. And it's not letting you down in a way that you aren't able to fully accomplish your dreams and goals, but you're not listening to the symptoms. So I think it's really important as entrepreneurs that as much as we put emphasis on everything else with our careers, we have to put emphasis on our body and our health, because we are at the forefront of our business. And what's the difference between minerals, hormones, and gut health? Could you break it down a little bit more to maybe someone else in the audience that doesn't have any understanding, has never been exposed to any of this? So minerals are nutrients. So we have essential minerals um, in everything that we eat. 
Um, we have nutrients in all of our foods and so forth. So that is in our body. So we have main minerals, which is our calcium, potassium, magnesium, and sodium. So these are really important to be balanced. And when it's not balanced, when they're not at the right levels that they're supposed to, you start having symptoms because your body needs that for energy. Your body needs that for hormone production. Your body needs that for, um, overall organ being able to properly function. So it's really important to make sure that you do have a nutritious diet, that you're getting the nutrients that you get your greens in, you're getting your potassium in, you're getting magnesium in. There's so many things that we typically forget. And it's just going back to basics. It's going back to the foundation and really focusing on those foundational um, foods and staying away from processed foods. And when it comes to hormones, I think it's really important to make sure where are your hormone levels and making sure that when you go to the doctors, oftentimes they don't check your, your full thyroid panel. They'll just say, Oh, you don't need to check your thyroid. Yes, you do. You also need to know where your hormones are at because everything can be changing, especially as we're getting older and especially as we have stress. So it's important to have that education, to have that knowledge of what's going on within your body and with gut health. If you feel any type of discomfort eating, any type of bloating, that's definitely a, a reason for you to check further to see what's going on within your gut. Are you eating enough greens? Are you eating enough fiber? And just asking the question, I think overall curiosity with our own health is really important for us to be able to be the best version of ourselves, but also be confident in who we are. Wow. And you kind of mentioned that some of the indicators are so like maybe someone listening is tired or they they have certain symptoms that they have. What are some indicators that someone can look out for to know maybe that they're a good candidate for this kind of uh, work? Definitely. I think the fatigue is a very, very big one. I think there's one thing when you don't get enough sleep and you wake up the next day tired, right? Like we've all experienced that. However, there is the fatigue where you, no matter how much you're sleeping, you are still dragging. And the only way you can get through the day is with multiple cups of coffee. That, my friend, that is a big sign that your body is telling you there is something out of balance and something needs to be looked at. So that one, I would say, is what most of my clients do come to me with is that heavy fatigue where they, they're just dependent on coffee. And they know at this point that it's just not healthy. And they know that no matter how much they're sleeping, they're still exhausted. The other thing too, that a lot of my clients come for me is acne, acne that no matter what they do just doesn't go away. That is definitely a look into possible toxicity in the body. It is important to look at overall lifestyle. What are the products that you're using? Are they non-toxic? So acne is inflammation of the skin. So if there's inflammation of the skin, there's inflammation internally. So really important to, you know, dive in to find out what is causing that inflammation in the body and then hormone imbalance. Some women, um, try to lose weight and they're unable to, and no matter what they do, if they're working out, if they're following a clean diet, they still can't lose weight. That's pointing towards hormonal imbalance. If maybe you lost your period or you've got off of birth control and you're, you know, trying to have your body just get back to normal and adapt. These are all different symptoms that can really be a reason for you to reach out and find out if it's something that either I can help with, or I can um, recommend out. That's great. It's awesome what you're doing and how you're helping women and you're thriving. And it's really cool that you have your business and you, you've created this like really cool thing. And you're just, you're helping the community and you know, helping women. And I, I think you, you also specifically cater to professional women as well. Yes, I, I do. So I, I like to cater to professional women as well, because I feel like as well as women in general, we are juggling so many different hats, but I think when we we're entrepreneurs also, we have this 
this sort of pressure that we put on ourselves just because we're women and we want to do everything with excellence. But I think oftentimes that comes with just letting go a little bit more of yourself. And I really like to highlight to women that they are the business. And if they are not at their best or feeling their best, they really cannot show up for their business the way they want to. And that goes into play, even if you're not an entrepreneur and you have a family, right? If you're not at your best with your health, it's going to be very difficult for you to show up for your family and for your kids. That's so powerful and so true. So I, I love the space you're in and your business is thriving. You're doing amazing things. I know that if you, you know, different articles have been written about you recently and you're speaking in a lot of different areas, but was there one specific season in your life where you feel like you failed? And if so, how? Yeah, I think I felt like I failed after college. So I actually started working really young. I'm from Brazil originally, and I moved to Connecticut for high school. And I always had this vision of America as the land of opportunity and the American dream, right? So the moment that I could work and in Connecticut, that was at 15, I wanted to get a job. So I got my first job and immediately I wanted to be an event planner. That is what I wanted to do. And luckily for me, I was able to to get a, a, a job in the wedding industry at 16. So I started doing weddings, started doing events, and I loved it. And I went to college for hospitality because I wanted to follow that, you know, that event planning dream. And it wasn't until graduating that I realized that I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want these hours. I don't want the pressure. I just fell out of love with it. And I think that was really hard because I spent so many years, like I didn't spend just college years, you know, passionate about it or or going over, you know, going towards this dream, but I spent my high school years also. And I realized that I was running after this American dream, but at the same time, I was losing who I was. And I was also, I was losing my health. So I had an extreme, extreme amount of stress that I had put on myself and pressure that I had put on myself. And it got to a point where I decided that, no, like I'm, I'm, I value myself more than chasing after this dream and passion and career because I I was burnt out. I, you know, I had, I think I had my season in it. I love the events that I've done. I love the 3000 weddings that I did, but it got to a point where I was like, this isn't for me. And I think that is really where my whole, my whole life started changing because I started focusing more, you know, on my health and everything that was going on. I started working more in the luxury spa uh, sector, also of hospitality. And it really just opened the door and opportunities to the world of wellness, the world of health. So I think it was a low point in my life where I really, you know, I had to almost give up, give up on this idea of this dream that I had and passion that I had that I worked so hard on, but another door was open and it was a better door for me. I I love that because I think there's so much power in that. I I think a lot of people can relate, right? I think sometimes we get stuck on one idea. Like this was my dream, you know, in my, in my case, I wanted to be a reporter, right? It's like, it has to be exactly like this. And if it, this is how I envisioned it. And if it doesn't happen, it's like, it has to happen. Right. Yeah. And you get so overwhelmed with the idea of like, it has to happen. And there's no, I've put in all these years, I've put in all this work to this and it has to happen. And sometimes it's like, it's not even, that's not even, you know, if we kind of pivot, we'll be so much happier. Right. Or if we do something else, like, you know, maybe it doesn't, the dream doesn't have to look exactly that way. Right. No, it's so true. And was there a specific moment when you were on that journey? Was there like a specific moment where you can remember that was like, I don't want to do events anymore. I think it really was when I was really thinking about 
what, who do I want to be five years from now? And I think it was, it was even, it was a question that was asked actually in one of my classes in college. And I realized that my biggest dream and what I still want to accomplish is to be, is to have a family and have kids. And within the industry and with, uh, within the hours that I was working, I didn't see myself as being a present mom. It wasn't, it wasn't feasible for, for where I was working at and the schedule that I had and so forth. And that really wasn't something that I wanted to give up. So it was something where I saw that down the road, I'm going to be way more invested in this industry and doing way more and grow and have grown way more in the industry. And it's ultimately not where I want to be in life. And that was really interesting because I think for, I think we, it made me realize that we may have, we have purpose and we have passions, but I think there could be passion for different seasons of our life and, and that's okay. And I think I followed that dream. I, I loved it. I did what I wanted to do, but then I realized that my other goals, they weren't, they wouldn't align with that career. So, so at that time I really noticed that, okay, maybe it's not, maybe I shouldn't stay in events. And then I looked into just staying into, in hospitality because, you know, my degree was in that. So I went into um, luxury hospitality management as guest relations manager of a a five-star property in South Florida. And that was not for me either. (laughs) I was so unhappy. I was so unhappy and I had such anxiety. I really just, I didn't feel I didn't feel alive with what I was doing. And at that point, it was really, it was the icing on the cake. And I was like, all right, it's not events. It's not staying in hospitality. Then what is it? So I took two months off and I hadn't done that ever because remember I worked all through high school and I took two months off and I said, I'm going to live. I'm going to live. I'm going to travel Europe. I'm going to go back to Brazil because I hadn't gone in seven years because I was always working. And, and it was the best thing. It was really when I noticed that one, there's a world outside that I wasn't even familiar with because I was chasing this, you know, this so-called American dream and passion. And I had tunnel vision to everything. I would miss every type of family event or every type of holiday because I was just focused on the money and on, on chasing that dream. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think my, my values were in the wrong place. Yeah. And after that vacation, after taking that time off, I was like, okay, like we're starting over and it's okay. I'm young, but it's time to really find out what I really want in life. And it was right at that time that my health was completely, you know, downhill. So there was just a lot of transition at once. And I know that, you know, I, you know, we believe in God and we believe that when there's pain, there's also purpose. And it was really a season where I leaned into that. I really, you know, believed very much so that it was a painful season, but it was where I was going to come out stronger and come out with purpose. I love that story. And then from there, that's when you, you started exploring this, you you came across this because you started doing the research for your own health. Yeah. So, so from there, I, you know, I started, you know, obviously I needed to find a job. (laughs) So I found a job and I started working with a company that was in the spa industry and still in the luxury hospitality sector. So I could still use my degree, but it was more wellness driven. There was more information on gut health, of course, skin and just overall health. And I was fascinated by the world of wellness. And it was the first time that I really noticed, wow, like I really have so much to learn in this space and so much that I should have been doing all these years to support my body. 
as I was in school, as I was in my career. And I just had curiosity. And I think that's something that I encourage all of us to really have and be open to is be curious because there's a whole there's a whole world out there. And the more curiosity we have within about everything else that's out there, the more we're really able to fully live. I love that. Wow. That's powerful. That's a powerful quote right there. Your story is really cool. I love how you explored that. And you, you said you leaned into that pain and it, it ultimately led to a purpose. And now you have this really cool business where you are helping people with something you're so passionate about, something that you live through and like a pain point that you went through and, um, you know, you're contributing to the world, you know, you're helping people and making an incredible business and incredible life for yourself. And that's really, that's really inspiring. So what are two things you would recommend to someone that is struggling with overall wellness? Maybe someone like like where you were a few years ago, like maybe you're just working, 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 and you're super, you're stretched super thin because it's like, you have so many deadlines or you're a mom or, you know, you just have a lot going on and you don't have a lot of you time. What are maybe two things that you would recommend to someone that's in, in the two wellness things that you would recommend to someone that's struggling with their wellness? Yeah, I think it's bring it back to basics. And, and by that, I think, you know, there's just so much news out there, so much information that can actually be overwhelming as to like, what do I do? Right? Like how, what's the next thing that I could be supporting my health with, but bring it back to basic, make sure that when you're grocery shopping, that you turn the products around and you just read the label. If it has ingredients that you do not understand. And I always say, if it's ingredients that my grandma would not add to a recipe, why am I having in my body? That's good. I shouldn't, right? Like if I don't know how to pronounce it, I don't know what it means. I don't want it in me. That's it. I think that is, you know, focusing on nutrition, focusing on grocery shopping on the outskirt of the grocery store. So everything that's on the outside aisles, those are typically your non-processed products. So making sure that you spend most of your time grocery shopping on those areas versus in the hallways inside the grocery shop, grocery store, because that's typically where you'll find most of the processed um, products. So bring it back to basics, you know, good nutrition and try to find some time where you can have five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, whatever works with your schedule for yourself. And that can be a moment where you are just sitting still, or you can just be in nature, go for a walk, whatever it is that you have five, 10 minutes. I know everyone's schedule is different, especially for moms. It's really hard to have that time alone, but try to work with your significant other to see if that is available because we all need some time to regroup and we need some time to fill ourselves back up. And sometimes just spending time in nature and stepping outside, even if it's just for to stand outside, sit outside, that really refuels you. And I think it's really important that we make that a priority to get out of the house for those five, 10 minutes, um, even when you have a really busy schedule. I'm going to implement those. I, I had no idea about the, and it's so true what you said about the grocery store, the outskirts of it. I never thought, yes. I never noticed that, but it's so true. It's like, wow, the hallways is really, de- that's definitely where like the, the um, preservatives are, like all those easy foods to make, right? So, Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's super easy. And I think that's where, where most of the, most of people's time in the grocery store is actually sucked in, in the hallways, because you're just looking at marketing. Wow. You're just, you know, all these different brands with all these different logos and all these different advertisements and you're wow, oh, okay, this one, this one. So I think if you are able to turn that product around, read it through, see if you understand, if you don't, then it's not for you or there could be healthier options. But if you can just shop mostly on the outside of the grocery hallways, you will be in a better shape. That's great. And so Vicki, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? 
Yes. They can follow me on Instagram. I promise I will be doing more stories. <laughs> um, and my Instagram is victoria.wellness. And also my website is www.omniwellness.com. So that is O-M-N-E wellness.com. Amazing. Vicki, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a great conversation. I learned a lot. I'm going to implement a lot of these things immediately into my life. So thank you so much for, for just sharing all your wisdom and sharing your story. It's really inspiring. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the But First She Failed podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. It really helps us so, so much and we'd be so grateful. Hope to see you next time.